Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Love that music. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. If you like the podcast, please tell a friend. You can find the pod most everywhere you get your podcast, including the WDBO app. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts as well. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m., on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, this is interesting. A new poll shows former President Donald J. Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now sitting at a virtual tie among likely Republican primary voters in the battleground state of Michigan. This is a survey done by the Detroit News and WDIV. It found that 45% of likely GOP voters in the state would vote for Trump, while 42% would back Ron DeSantis, which is well inside the poll's margin of error. Let's kind of delve into these numbers here. This is a poll that found 12% of the voters who were undecided about whom they would support while 1% refused to answer. But like we've seen now in other polls, Republican voters up there in Michigan appear to be less sure about President Trump in 2024. Less than two-thirds of Michigan Republicans, approximately 64%, said they would strongly or somewhat support Trump in a third consecutive bid for the Oval Office, while 27% said they would strongly or somewhat oppose his campaign. Among college-educated GOP voters now in Michigan, DeSantis leads Trump 51 to 37%, while high school-educated voters flip it the other way. It's Trump 55% to DeSantis 29 So bottom line here is that Governor Ron DeSantis of the great state of Florida, who, by the way, was in Utah this week for a private fundraiser, and you do not go to Utah to fundraise for a gubernatorial race, he continues to make inroads nationally here. As a matter of fact, DeSantis has pulled in millions of dollars from donors to President Donald Trump, another possible sign that Trump supporters are hedging their bets a little bit here. A recent Politico analysis of finance data found that at least 10 donors who spent $24 million on Trump's re-election in 2020 have since donated approximately $3.4 million to Ron DeSantis' political committee, Friends of Ron DeSantis. So this is going to be absolutely fascinating if, in fact, Ron DeSantis decides to run and if, in fact, Donald Trump decides to run, which I think he will. Now, of course, DeSantis has to get through his gubernatorial election this November against whoever it is on the Democrat side, Charlie Chris, Nikki Freed, whoever. He's got to get past that. And obviously, it's still very early, but it continues to look more and more like a Ron DeSantis-Donald Trump race on the GOP side in 2024. 
That is just one of the topics that I broached with Brian Kilmeade today. You can hear Brian every weekday morning, 9 to noon, right after us on Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. 9 to noon, Brian Kilmeade on WDBO every weekday. Let's hear that chat with Brian now. What did you make of the squad, the 16 Democrat members of Congress being arrested at the Supreme Court in a pro-abortion rally yesterday, including AOC, where she's being led off by a policeman with her hands behind her? That There was one problem with that, Brian. There were no handcuffs on her. It was a vintage AOC moment, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, she's become a national name because she's a national joke. I mean, she uh, shows up, uh, you know, two, what is it now, a month after the Supreme Court ruling, they decide that's going to be the squad stand. They all did the same thing, by the way. They all pretended to be handcuffed. Now, wouldn't you think that uh, Peter Navarro would have loved that opportunity? Wouldn't you think Roger Stone would have loved that opportunity uh, to pretend to be handcuffed? But instead, uh, they get pulled out in their underwear. They get uh, raided in the middle of the night. Uh, they uh, put in leg irons in Peter Navarro's case, even though he's a block from the FBI, and said, guys, if you, have, if you need me, I'll just report down there. And instead, these guys show up and they know that it's volatile and that the last thing they want to do, these officers, is be one of this part of the story. Same thing with Stephen Colbert's crew. Not only two of them evidently had any credentials to get into D.C. They're making a lot of noise. It turns out a Republican, excuse me, a Democratic congressman's staff was the one who said, I'm hearing a lot of noise outside. It sounds chaotic. Let me call the Capitol Police. And these guys are just roaming around Capitol Hill. Uh, Capitol Hill uh, hallways with the whole camera crew creating chaos. Those guys get released, and they don't be, they're do not be—they're not going to be charged. So it's, uh, it's obviously a double standard, but I think that when it was exposed, they weren't cuffed. I think they looked like clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was AOC, and it was Ilhan Omar as well. I think both should get the Academy Award for Best Actress. Senator Joe Manchin says uh, he is not going to vote for a bill addressing climate change unless inflation slows down. So as the nation continues to suffer from inflation, there's the president. He's going to be talking climate change in New England today, Brian. And by the way, Pete Buttigieg on Capitol Hill saying, you know, the pain of the pump is going to allow us to get electric cars. Let's get electric cars. Mm. Can I have some subsidies for electric cars? And he's basically let the agenda slip out. They do not mind that we're paying more for oil and yeah. gas to our homes. They do not mind to air condition our houses. There's going to be rolling blackouts. They do not mind that it's you know in and around five dollars a gallon for gas because it pushes the green agenda. And we're seeing this because Pete Buttigieg revealed it, and people have concluded it. And I'm sure you get this, Scott. People are wondering, are they happy about this? Because this was the agenda, the extreme green agenda that's going forward. But bottom line is, has been pointed out, that you're going to burn more coal plugging in a car than you would filling it up with more greenhouse gases than you would be filling up a combustion engine with gas. So people don't understand that when you plug in a car, it doesn't magically get charged. There's there's energy being generated, and we have nowhere to throw out the lithium, There's nowhere to throw out the cobalt. We still don't know what to do with these batteries. When the batteries are blown, it's basically the cost of the car to replace them in most cases. So these people pushing an agenda in a time in which we're in an economic crisis where 60 to 70% of the people listening to us right now live paycheck to paycheck, yeah. uh, that I'm incensed by these statements.
moments. I agree. And where do they actually think this electricity comes from? It comes from coal and other sources. And you're talking about a replacement battery for like, I don't know, maybe thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000. So who in the world is going to be able to afford this stuff? And that's the whole key. So they want subsidies from the federal government to buy an electric car that we do not have the infrastructure to charge. Yeah. And it's just not there yet. And the thing is, if you're a green energy advocate, it's fine. Everybody should go for renewables and innovation. And then whoever does is going to be extremely rich. But just know that we're not there yet. And also know that if you are green, if you're for clean burning energy, you're for natural gas and nuclear. If you're for neither one of those things, you're not sincere. I agree. Well, a new poll shows that former President Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in a virtual tie in the battleground state of Michigan among GOP voters here. And there's another sign, Brian, that Donald Trump may not cruise the GOP nomination should he and DeSantis both run in 2024. I, I think this is fascinating fascinating and i hear it on the open mic every morning i think there's a, a growing number of people who want to take the temperature down a little bit and perhaps perhaps they see ron DeSantis as the guy taking that temperature down just a little bit in future years oh no doubt about it if trump wasn't in it he'd be the front runner but there's there's about eight or nine extremely talented people from tenor tom cotton and nikki haley to uh christy Nome to mike pompeo to mike pence those are just off the top of my head to Tim Scott to Rick Scott, they would put their hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. And it would be an extremely intriguing, you know, it wouldn't be Mitt Romney against uh, Mike Huckabee, who I'm friendly with, is a great guy, but that is not a hallmark primary field. This is. But I don't know who runs if Trump runs, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Number one, Ron DeSantis would, everybody would tell you, he does not win governor of your state without Trump. Sure. Remember, he was getting buried in the primary. And then his performance was so extraordinary and is during the time in which he's most uh, severely tested. Uh, he stood the t- he stood the test. Everybody knows it. He was extraordinary. Um, and Cuomo was his nemesis. And Cuomo can't get arrested right now. He's sleeping on people's couches. <laughs> so but if but DeSantis knows if he goes in the primary and he's and he does beat Trump, there's going to be enough Trump voters angry that would prevent angry and bitter that he would be prevented from winning. Mm, interesting. So, so, so if let's say there's 20 percent of people who say, "No, no, I'm Trump," and you're you're ungrateful, Ron DeSantis. Do regardless of what you and I think, they stay home. He can't win. They stay home. Uh, Christy Nome is not going to run against Donald Trump. Nikki Haley said it. Mike Pompeo might run, but uh, if he does get the nomination, uh, Trump country will not support him. I don't think so. It'll leave Glenn Youngkin. It'll give people that like Trump but don't have an association directly with him to run and say, yeah, I'm going to run. I think this is my time. But I like Donald Trump. Mm. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, that's Ron DeSantis it. running with Divide Trump Nation. That's an interesting theory. I had never thought about that before. But you're basically saying if DeSantis goes up against Trump and Trump loses to DeSantis, then the Trump voters, you know, whatever percentage that is, Trump voters would be so ticked off that they're not going to vote for anybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this is one thing about Trump. He might not have 50 percent support, but the people that support him are so fervent. Yeah, We've never dialogue. seen anything like it yeah. in my lifetime. Yeah. That Romney, John McCain, George Bush never had that. Well, Ron DeSantis is raising money like crazy, man. I mean, he's been in Utah this week for a private fundraiser. So there are plans. Now, whether those plans include 2024, 2028, we don't know. But there are plans, national plans for Ron DeSantis along the way here, Brian. There is. 
And there should be. And Chris Christie acting, you know, the Chris Christie story, he's there for a year and a half. He's a rock star. Mitt Romney's got the nomination. But everyone says he can't win. They go for Chris Christie. Christie says, I just got here. I'm just learning how to be governor. This is not my time. Mm -hmm. And he never got that time back. And I think people right and left are realizing that when you have your window and you have that ambition, you have to run through it whether you think you're ready or not. Sure. Yeah, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Thank you to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the pod. Join me on the radio every weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.